Welcome to Whiskey and Whiskers and another episode of Pass the Bottle. I'm your host, Chop. Gator. Chris. And Blake. All right, so for those of you that don't know, Pass the Bottle is where we just talk about the shit that we want to talk about. Fuck you guys. Hell yeah. Um, and less emphasis on trying to be funny, more emphasis on just like the shit that we're into right now. Yeah. 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 Cool. <coughs> so who's going first? I will. <coughs> so uh, I've been watching the new Twilight Zone. Mm. Um, it's Jordan Peele. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, I've heard some critiques about it. Um, I've also read some really good things about it. And I think being a fan and loving, I've seen every episode of the old Rod Serling Twilight Zone. Um, I watched the movie that came out in the seventies. It had John Lithgow and shit. Uh, dude, I think, I think they're doing it and I think they're doing it right. And I think it's awesome. Hell yeah. I'm actually rewatching, uh, Key and Peele right now. And one of the ones that I just rewatched was like a Halloween special. And so like all of them were obviously still comedy, but they had like horror elements and you can tell like this was obviously before he really got started in his horror career, but, uh, you can tell like they both love horror and like they had some really good, like even scary moments in a comedy thing. Like, see, I, I hadn't even, I hadn't even thought about it from that angle yet. I just watched, uh, oh, us. Right. And it was really good. And, uh, so I, it just made me that much more excited to start the twilight zone. I didn't even think about the fact that, so Jordan Peele has completely quit, um, comedy. Right. And made it a point to be like, no, nah, that's not my jam anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I even asked my wife when I was watching this, cause I'm not into horror. Like I'm just not, I'm into sci-fi, not horror. Right. Uh, and so I asked her, I was like, is this horror? And she was like, yeah, it's kind of sci-fi horror. And I was like, I guess that puts it in the same realm as like alien or, or predator, you know, yeah. the original Terminator, stuff like that. Sure. And I love all those movies. So, and then I love, uh, Twilight Zone, the original one. So it just, I mean, for some reason it's, it's nostalgia, but it's also fresh and new. Uh, it's, it's relevant to today. It's, um, speaks about society a little bit, but it's not like overbearing with it. It's really good. Mm-hmm. I like it a lot. Um, I will say that, uh, the, the critique that I've heard is that someone, you know, someone put it on and watched the first episode and they're like, Oh, this is too woke for me. That's the first episode. You know what I mean? Like, yes, there's obviously like, um, references to the things that are going on in today's like world, Climate, right? Yeah. But, but that's not every episode and, and some of them, um, are full blown old school twilight zone. Uh, and then dude, even the intro. Yeah. It's all so good. It really is. So Twilight Zone, it's always been more like mind fucky thriller ish rather than like horror. It's yeah. always been more. <clears throat> I almost want to say like M. Night Shyamalan type shit because like Sixth Sense and shit like that was more like it wasn't that scary. It was more like, oh, fuck, like there's some crazy shit going on. Uh, remember Futurama? He's like uh, a place where there might be some kind of monster or weird mirror. <laughs> yeah, that's what the Twilight Zone is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I can definitely get down on that shit. Um, I'm Twilight Zone was a little bit before my time, so I didn't watch as much oh, of it. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. It was before my time, too, but it was even before my time, dude. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I just I haven't like I haven't sat down and watched all the Twilight Zone or anything, but I have watched like a fair amount of episodes. Like I would guess over half at least, like probably closer to two thirds. Uh, 
And I can definitely get down. I'm going to have to check this out because I haven't really even seen or heard anything about the new one yet. Yeah, I got turned. It's on season two now. I've watched all of season one and it got better as it went on. That's that's what I'll say. Um, If you're worried about it being woke, which is the literally the only like negative critique I've heard about it. Mm -hmm. uh, Get through the first three episodes and and it stops being so in your face with that kind of stuff. Um, I got turned on to the original Twilight Zone when I was in high school and went on a binge where I just watched all the Twilight Zones. And now I'll still do like, like the weekend of Halloween, there's a channel that's like, we're just going to play wall to wall Twilight Zone all the time. Mm-hmm. And I, I get down on that still. Like, Are they, uh, are they independent episodes or do they tie together? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> They're independent. They're independent for sure. Cool. <coughs> like the Twilight, I think there's probably like a Twilight Zone realm. Same universe. Yeah, yeah. But they're completely independent stories. Good. And dude, I've seen uh Seth Rogen comes to mind as one of the characters. Um they're they're getting like real characters. Uh Bakra, Bakarin, the chick that played uh Oh uh, from Firefly. Mariana or it's like something close to that. Yeah, she's super hot. Yeah. The chick from Fire the hot chick from Firefly. Well, yeah. One of the hot chicks from Firefly. <laughs> the one that was a hooker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that one. Uh, she stars in one episode. Of course, there's like episodes with aliens. There's episodes with fucking ghosts and and just like weird time loop shit. And it's it's exactly what you want out of a Twilight Zone. Awesome. Oh yeah, looking forward to it. Same. Uh, yeah, I'm definitely gonna have to check that out. I'm, watch- <coughs> I'm watching it on uh, CBS. We got the CBS like app, I guess. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's where that's where I'm watching. I don't know where else you can watch it. Gotcha. I know where I can watch it, but <laughs> <laughs> that's right. All right. Well, dope. Pass the bottle. Sure. Uh, I'll take it next. So mine's a little bit more uh, life things. Uh, so I got engaged. What? Yeah. <laughs> and you didn't tell us? <laughs> yep. So I'll be getting married later this year. Well, congratulations, chap. Who's the lucky guy? Wait, uh, is, is it congratulations or condolences? <laughs> I always get this one messed up. <laughs> <laughs> We're not there yet. Not yet. Gonna talk about it. Um. But yeah, so like that's that's probably like taking up a shit ton of my time right now. Probably. Yeah, more than likely. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's uh, I don't know. I'm trying to think of like. Do you know what the best thing is about planning a wedding? So first of all, the wedding is the biggest party you're ever going to throw. So try and think of it like from that angle instead of the this is the you know way that it needs to be done. Pretty princess day. Right. Yeah. Think of it like this is the biggest best party that's ever that I'm ever going to throw. Sure. Um, also one of the best parts about planning that party is you get to go to different, uh, like food vendors mm-hmm. and they just feed you for free, Hell which yeah. is super dope. I don't think he got the memo cause he's putting us in kilts. It's totally a princess party. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> no, yeah. the kilts are the opposite of a princess party. I'm going to wear a skein do and everything. Hell yeah. Can I paint what half my face that? blue? <laughs> sure. Sweet. Yeah, no, uh, that's a thing that's going to happen. We're doing more traditional Celtic-style wedding. So I'm going to get the Senator kilts. Viking hat. <laughs> a spirit hood. Uh, but yeah, so groomsmen are going to be in kilts. Uh, yeah, we're going to do like a hand fastening instead of like traditional fucking vows with rings and things. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's going to be rings also, but like, yeah. With dragons on them. Which is- <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> um, but no, I don't know. It's It's pretty cool, like just going around to different venues and shit like that. And like, just seeing what's going to happen. 
I don't know, like seeing it all kind of start to fall into place a little bit. Cause this is about a month in the making now that we've been planning. Uh, yeah. So like we're, we're doing our engagement party here in like a week or two. Um, that's going to be like the first, <laughs> holy shit, like we're throwing a party kind of thing. And that's going to be pretty cool. I'm excited about that. Uh, but yeah, like you were talking about, like it's the biggest party you're ever going to throw. So, you know, I'm me and my, uh, fiance are not like the most traditional people, <laughs> maybe a little bit of an alternative lifestyle. Uh, so we're going to do some weird shit for sure. We're going to, uh, you know, have some video game influence, some Celtic influence. We're going to fucking, you know, have dragons and shit <laughs> on the property. Uh, can I cut my hair into a mohawk? Fuck yeah. Okay. I'm going to, so, <laughs> uh, are we going to have a Viking dinner party? We should. <laughs> oh, with like, uh, the, the horn mugs yeah oh that's dope i'm gonna take that home with me (laughs) (laughs) yeah uh but yeah like like all the things that i want to do in a party like it's cool because it's my party right and like everybody pretty much has to be there regardless so i can pretty much do whatever the fuck i want (laughs) and turn it into like the party that i want to have you know what i mean yeah so that's a that's kind of a cool thing um yeah other than that i mean it's more just news uh, than anything. So you got anything else going on? <laughs> I'm just fucking. No, but yeah, I think that uh, that's about it for me. I just, I guess it's more of like a personal life update than a, a topic. If, if the point of this is to talk about what you're, what you're doing right now, that's what he's doing. Yeah. So with that, I'll pass the bottle. I got a new haircut. <laughs> yeah, you did. <coughs> that's good. Do you yeah. remember to pick up some protein powder too? No, but I I got my hair cut the right way. I didn't go to fucking supercuts. I went down and saw a bro of ours that I highly recommend everybody should go to. And uh, he's got a cool little place. And um, yeah, they used a straight razor and got me all trimmed up. And man, I can't speak enough good things about a good haircut. There is something to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did that recently with somebody else's wedding um, that we were attending. And I actually went to like a barbershop and got a shave and a haircut and did all that. It's kind of a cool thing. I think we even talked about it on the show, maybe about just like vibe of different barbershops. Yeah. Cause that's a thing too. Well, and what I noticed about this haircut, cause this haircut, but when you say you got a new haircut, you're talking about like today. Yeah. Uh, cause I saw you yesterday and your hair looks way better today <laughs> than it did yesterday. Yeah. Um, but it's also a different style haircut for you. Uh, usually your hair isn't as long as you got it. That's true. You know? Yeah. I'm going to end up growing my hair out. Usually keep it pretty, pretty high and tight. And it's, I don't know, you got, you got a lot going on now. It turns out I'm going bald in the back. So, uh, it's time to grow my hair out. So you just keep that a secret. Don't like, (laughs) yeah. Tell the internet. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) It doesn't look bad. looks good in the back. Yeah. That does make a lot of sense though. (laughs) Just knowing your family history. Yeah. Yeah. It was bound to happen. It's, it's happening. Makes sense. Um, but yeah, I mean, tell tell us about the the barbershop. So this place is cool. It's downtown, um, and it, it's you know. Can like, you say the name of the place at the bottom of the building? I don't know. Oh, <laughs> I would like this place to, is really good. You should go there. But I, I would don't like know to what it is. I would like to say that, but I I, <clears throat> I don't I don't have permission. So, um, but it's a cool little place. It's like built into a high rise, you know, and it's just like a little cage door on the entrance, and you walk in, and it's totally like a speakeasy vibe. Um, nice. And like, after you walk in, you walk downstairs and there's like old, like 
brick and mortar, like old, really old brick and mortar where you can still see like cutouts for tubes and pipes and shit that go through there. And then like once you walk in um, and get down the stairs, everything's real nice, like redwood, you know, um, finished out. And instead of having like a huge mirror along the wall, it has like individual mirrors, you know, uh, and like standalone mirrors, right? standalone mirrors. Yeah. Like that's nice. Like floor to ceiling standalone mirrors that they just put in front of the chairs. So it's a, it's a, it's a badass place. And, and they do the legit haircuts. You get the straight razor and the warm, you know, shaving cream followed mm. by like the menthol cold, super cold menthol after, you know? Hell yeah, man. Well, and, sounds, you, and you were saying they <clears throat> used to serve beer back before COVID ruined everything, right? Yeah, and they used to have beer there before COVID ha- happened. Um, just since COVID happened, they're trying not to, you know, give away anything. That makes sense. <clears throat> uh, that is cool, though. Like, that's kind of what I was talking about with different vibe of barbershops and stuff. Like, that's a that's an important aspect. I feel like because I would almost like treat going to get a straight razor shave and a haircut like going to get a massage or like. Like for a girl going to get a spa treatment or something, you know what I mean? Like it's a, yeah, it's relaxing. It's, it's an experience, kind of. And you're definitely paying for not just the the haircut, right? But but the, but you want that, and the more you pay, a lot of times it equates to a better haircut. Mm-hmm. But you're also paying for the ambiance. You're also paying for the conversation. You're also paying for like like you said, the whole experience. Yeah. And some people, you know, the, uh, a really good barber is going to know if you're one of those people that wants to talk the whole time or if you're one of those people that wants to, like, nah, shut I, the fuck up the whole time. I challenge that even. A, a good barber, even on days that you go in there and you're like, I'm not, I don't want to talk. I'm just going to try and watch Sports Center. They'll get you engaged in conversation. And I feel like that's part of it, too, especially, yeah. especially if it's a place that, uh, you know, bread and butter is regulars, right? So then the person coming in has like a, a rapport with the, the barber and, and the barber almost becomes like a pseudo therapist in a way. Obviously you don't want to go like super hard <laughs> on your barber, <laughs> but, but like you could talk about your kids or you could talk about your marriage or that your podcast, you know, you could talk about that shit. And that's, yep. that's pretty cool when you know somebody like that. Yep. Yeah, for sure. I agree. Highly recommend. <clears throat> well, hell yeah. Uh, I guess that leaves us one more pass the ball. Yeah, bros. Uh, wanted to give a, a hunting update. I know I've talked about it before on the podcast. Uh, big update for me is I finally got some big ducks. Took a long time going out there and looking for them, but finally connected. So for some backstory, in case you haven't listened to the other episodes, you've never been duck hunting before. No. So I know that this is something that you've had to not only like somehow get an interest in, even though you you know... Like you did that, that came upon you organically and then you like pursued it all the way through. And, and for those of you that don't know, duck hunting is involved. Like there's a lot more to it than say dove hunting or even, I don't want to say there's, there's definitely less work involved than like a, than like a deer hunt. But as far as the things and the stuff and the time and the, like, there's a lot more involved in the hunt than even a deer. Yeah. Because you've got a, you know, there's decoys to think about and there's angles and there's camouflage and there's water and there's there's all this other shit oh different types of of ducks you can shoot you know yeah that's the that's one of the toughest ones is, is the different types and then the call and then the and calls, then the calls. Are, are yeah the yep. even the weather man you know like yep there's so many ingredients that can make it successful and there's definitely stuff you can do as a hunter to make yourself more successful and i know there's things i can improve upon but whew, 
it makes me think of uh, like fishing, right? Mm-hmm. You can be like, dude, I want to take up fishing. And it's like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> like, you're going to get a fishing pole and go throw it in a swimming pool? Like, what What do you mean you're going to take up fishing? You, there, there's If you're going to actually go out and catch fish, you don't just, you know, buy a Mickey Mouse pole and a bobber and knock it out. Like, you're going to have to go figure out what kind of fish you want. Then you're going to have to figure out, like, where those type of fish are. Bait. What to- yeah, different types of bait. It's like that. Duck hunting is like that. Like, dove hunting, you go out and stand in a field and you shoot the dove when you see them. Yeah. Duck hunting is, there's so much more involved. Yeah. So I'm guilty of saying take up fishing, but I kind of know what that involvement is also because I've been like I've done fishing for a portion of my life before, you know? Yeah. And we grew up around it. I was more using it like an analogy. If maybe people that have been fishing and haven't ever been duck hunting, it's more like that. Like it takes, you know what I mean? You're not just going to go out and catch a five pound bass. Luckily, like it it doesn't happen. You have to. I honestly, honestly, I haven't gone duck hunting because I don't know what the fuck I'm doing, you know? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. So the only time I've been duck hunting, it was with guides. And uh, I let them do all the work. They even had dogs that went and got the birds for us. And he's went out before and scoped out the the blind. And we were on public land also, but it was in a bay. So we took a fan boat to it. And uh, he scoped out the blind and he set it up and he put all the reeds in it and shit. And then he, uh, when we all got in the blind and we're kind of getting our shit together, he's out there spreading the decoys. And he's got this big bundle of duck calls around his neck so he can see them from a mile away when they're just a speck. Yeah. And he starts blowing on all these different duck or you know, whatever duck call it needs to be to get those ducks to come in. And it's just like, holy shit, dude, there's no way I could do that. And then he starts telling us, like, no, nah, you can't don't shoot those. <coughs> you know, they'll they'll start flying in. He's like, Don't shoot those, don't shoot those. Because we're, our box is starting to get full, you know? Yeah. And you can fuck that up. Like you can shoot too many of the wrong kind of duck or the wrong sex of duck. And mm-hmm. uh and I that's what it was for me, was just like this is cool with a guide. I'm intimidated to do it by myself. And it's cool that you uh, got into it enough that you figured that out. Yeah. yeah. It, it definitely took a lot of going out there and doing it and just watching. Cause I mean, there's so many times I went out there and didn't know what to expect, what to do, set out a bunch of decoys. <clears throat> and I mean, I'd see ducks passing way high over. They wouldn't come in. What was successful this last time was I didn't have any decoys at all. And they seemed to just like the pond and it seemed like the weather was good that day. Because, like, it's, there's just this moment in the morning. Everybody knows that when you kind of wake up and everything kind of comes alive, it's the same time when the ducks start flying around. And just this morning when I went out there, it was, like, perfect, magical. I could hear them quacking in the reeds, and I could hear them flying over quacking. And then they just started flying in over the pond, and that was it. Did they do the thing where they circle and then they fly in front of you? And Yeah. They, so like, slow down before they hit the water? There was a pair of gadball that flew in. That was, I heard them first. And the thing is, like like you're saying, like with deer hunting, you can't be moving around a lot. You got to be quiet. You got to be well camouflaged. So you just got to sit there and kind of look with your eyes. I've got like a face mask, you know, because as soon as you look up and they see your white face, it might make them flare and they'll be out of there. So it's a lot of just sitting there and watching them. You can hear them too. But yeah, they flew right in over me and came down on the pond and did like a Passover and flew up and regrouped and did another circle by. And on that second circle by, they came right over me. Boom. Nice. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. It was like it landed next to me and I was like, oh my God, no way that just happened. (laughs) And I walked over there and there's these orange duck legs sticking up and white breast. And I was like, holy shit. So the other thing that's cool about duck, if, if you've ever been dove hunting, duck is like three, five times bigger. Yeah. Yeah. 
you get a lot more meat off of a duck breast than you do off of a dove. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so like you're talking about limiting out and stuff like that. I got two ducks that day and I was happy. You know what I mean? Like I Yeah, can't. but you did it by yourself. That's why that's cool. Yeah. Man, and it was it was a good feeling. And I'm hooked, dude. I want to go back and do it more and do it again and <laughs> Yeah. Next, I got a whole nother season and time to get ready for it, you know. That's the other reason I've always feared getting into it. <laughs> <laughs> it's fun, man. You keep going, just as long as you keep bringing those ducks over here. And <laughs> yeah. We'll throw them on the grill. That shit was good. Yeah, man. Yeah, it was great. <clears throat> it's fucking fun. Hell yeah. All right, man. Well, I think that wraps up everybody's... Everybody's past the bottle. So uh, the Whiskey and Whiskers website is up. It's whiskeyandwhiskerspodcast.com. On there, you can find links to all of our social media, including Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can also find links everywhere you choose to listen, including Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, Google Play, and all your favorite podcasting apps. We're also on the That's Not Canon Network. There's tons of other awesome podcasts on there. Check out all of their content as well as ours on their website. Uh, we got new episodes every Monday, new content all the time. We'll see you next week.